0: no I can't turn my shirt down it's Christmas this is just for you Brady you know I thank God for so many things in my life but the most important thing that I ever did was marry my wife I really didn't know the journey God was going to lead me through but He gave me a strong woman. We've been married 40 years. I don't know how I put up with her that long. (laughs) Maybe how she put up with me that long. And I had a, you all see my nice beard growing, right? It was good. It was getting nice. And I promised her that I'd I'd shave it off for our 40th wedding anniversary picture. And I keep my promises. Uh, I love her to death. Uh, She's been there for me the whole time. She was there when when I wasn't living right, when I wasn't holy, and, and she's been there for me since we became holy together. Uh, you know, God said when you find a good woman, you find a good thing. Yeah, that's why it says, whoa, man, whoa, man. <laughs> I got a beautiful wife and, and a beautiful support. Uh, she's my everything. Uh, when nobody was around, she's always there. And you know, sometimes it gets lonely on this journey because being a Christian's a hard journey, be the hardest journey you'll ever make in this lifetime. And so I want to thank God for Kim. Uh, uh, she she don't look her age. I do, amen. I feel about forty, but I look a whole lot older, and with my beard, I look a whole lot older. But you know, I just wanted to to thank God and and thank Kim for putting up with me for 40 years and taking care of the kids and. You know, as I was working on my B.A. and my master's degree, there was many times that I couldn't be at home, that she was taking care of everything. And There had been so many major battles that we fought in our journey for 40 years together that a lot of people would have gave up and quit. You see, I know that Satan is real, and I know that he will attack you. And I know that we have strength through Jesus Christ, but a lot of people don't know that. And that's why it's so hard for people to make it. You know, we want to be an example to the younger husbands and wives out there about how, how we're supposed to live as Christians. And, you know, we want to set that example. I want to live for Christ the best I can. And, and so, uh, you know, I just thank God for Kim. Uh, I don't know what, I think we're going shopping tomorrow, and everybody knows me. I don't like to shop, but I like to shop when I'm with her. Amen. I want to preach just a little bit this morning. And you know, I love to tell this story. I love to tell the story about Jesus Christ and his glory. You know, uh, there's so many people out in the world today that are broken and hurting. And they're relying on on a country that doesn't have their best interest in mind. And they're not relying on God They're not relying on Jesus Christ, but they think the government can fix what they need. I'm here to tell you today, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, that's the greatest thing you can do in your life, is accept Jesus into your life. So I titled this, uh, The Light Shining in the Darkness, God's Quiet Invasion. I want you to think of something for just a minute, because in God, in all his. His mighty glory if he would have wanted to when the world was waxing worse and worse he could have just came down with legions of angels and destroyed everybody and started again you hear what I'm saying could have started again but he chose to love us in a way that no one else could ever love us I love my wife to death but she's number two amen my Lord and Savior is number one, and she'll tell you the same thing. you got to realize that and know that. And when you know that, you know, it's just unbelievable how if, if God would have wanted to, he could have just destroyed everything started over. But he loved us so much. And so many times during Christmas, we'll romanticize this, this feeding trough. And we'll make it to be romantic when really, in all reality, it wasn't romantic at all. His journey started in in a rough place, and it was a it was a sign, a harbinger, a foretelling of what was to come. It wasn't ever gonna be romantic in his life. He was gonna walk a journey in this world for us that nobody could have ever walked and will ever walk again. You hear what I'm saying? When Jesus comes back the second time, he will not come back as a humble servant, amen. He'll come back as the king of kings. And I'm telling you, then the Bible says every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. When them skies open up, I'm telling you, and one day they will. I hope not for a long time because I know a lot of people that don't know Jesus yet. But when that time comes, let me tell you, brother, when Jesus comes, I'm ready to go. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand. We're in a battle. We're in a fierce battle, church. The war is raging. Satan is losing. And that's why he's attacking. Satan wants to destroy us. But you know why? I've read the book. He loses. Amen. We win. We win. And so, you know, as as we look at the story again, as we tell the story again, uh, it's an amazing story. Why would Why would God send his son into the world for us? And, you know, is this going to work for me today? It might if I turn it on. I'm good? Click it again. Let me read the scripture first. How about that? He was ready for that. That's when I messed him up, wasn't it? I'm sorry, Jacob. See, I keep you on your toes. I want to just thank Jacob. He he did a good job. Amen. First time I've seen him sing. I could tell he was as nervous as a cat on an electric tin roof. I could tell. But he did a wonderful job. Okay, Matthew. 1, 18, verse 18, I'm going to start. It said, Now the birth of Jesus was as followed. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold... An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take your Mary as your wife for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sin. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet saying, Behold, the virgin Shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call him Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife, and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. A quiet invasion. I want to tell you that, that through the Scripture, through, through everything that was taking place, it had been 400 years from Malachi till God spoke again. Amen. Been 400 years God was quiet. He must have been upset. I don't know what was going on, but when he spoke and he sent the angels to tell about the coming of his son, it was a quiet invasion. Can you just imagine? Can you just imagine Mary? Mary? Now, a lot of people don't realize it, but in those days, they got married young. Some people think she might have been 15, 16, maybe even younger, because they married younger. They were young. Can you imagine the angel of the Lord speaking to you and, and, and you're telling you you're going to be with child and it's going to be the Son of God? Can you imagine what that would have been like? a quiet invasion, the Holy Spirit, click that thing. This thing ain't working. Thank you. You know, and, and we see in the scriptures, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. You know, I thank God for the Holy Spirit today as we, as we come and we celebrate, you know, and we retell the story of Jesus Christ and how he changed our lives and how he brought glory back into the world and how he, he continues to save us to this day. That Holy Spirit that leads, guides, and directs us, teaches us, it chastises us. Jesus came into the world as a servant. A servant. a quiet invasion, God sent him into the world. See, the Jews thought that Jesus was going to come as this king of kings that was going to be riding on a white horse and that was going to destroy the Roman army and, and put the Jews in the place they should have been. But that wasn't the way it was at all, church. That wasn't the way at all. It was a quiet entry. And he came not as a warrior, but as a servant. He came for the whole world. I can't even explain the love that God has for you and for me. And when I asked Jesus into my life, you know, I thought for years I had to be perfect. I had to get all my messes cleaned up before I walked into the church. And and I would have never came to church because my grandpa taught me not to be a hypocrite. And I didn't want to go to church until I could say that I was clean and I was ready. But God knew that I would never be clean and ready. And so God came to a construction job and I accepted the Lord. But you know, God didn't intend to come down with all of his power and his might and say, you're going to get saved and you're going to get saved right now. Now, I've heard some preachers tell people that, but it don't work very good. You can drag as many as you want to this altar, but I guarantee you, if God didn't drag them up here, they'll go right back out into the world and do the things of the world. See, that wasn't God's intention, and it's not God's intention today. God loves you more than you can ever imagine, and God will go to the end of the world for you, amen? God never ceases to seek after you. He's always after us. He wants us to be blessed. He wants us to walk in a relationship. Most of all, he wants us to have an authentic relationship. An authentic relationship. So we see that the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph. I I can't even imagine. I'd like to talk to an angel one time. I'd like to see an angel one time. I don't know if I'd want to talk to God or not. That'd be a scary thing, wouldn't it? The mountains thunder and the voice of God would roar and everyone would tremble. But God sent an angel to tell him what was happening. You see, God always has a plan. God has a plan for your life today, whether you know it or not. God has a purpose for you being here. God has a gift and a grace for you to be using if you're just faithful to use it. And so he told Joseph, this is what's going to happen. And this child will be the son that's going to deliver the world. Mary, did you know? Man, I can't help but continue to hear those beautiful voices in my mind. I'm so proud of my granddaughters. You know, I prayed. And prayed and prayed that God will use my grandchildren in great ways. And God's going to. God honors our prayers. And so, you know, the eye of the Lord moves to and fro throughout the earth that he may strongly support those whose heart is completely his. God's always seeking us. God's always looking for us. Wanting us to draw closer. God's got some special plans for you. God's got a gift that no money can buy. You know, I learned a long time ago, Christmas is not about me. It's about Jesus Christ, and it's about the little children. You know, when we got our grandchildren, then it became, it became Santa Claus Christmas again. And it's good to see the children. If we could just come like the children to Jesus as we could just understand the gift that he has for you and the awesome promises that are, are going to be bestowed on us if we read the Bible and we study it and we claim it. You see, you can read it and study it, but if you don't claim it and walk in it and live in it every day, you, you won't be able to access it. It's the authentic relationship. It's giving ourselves completely to the Lord. I'll never forget when Hadley... I've, I've got a picture of Hadley... Underneath of a Christmas tree when she was just a little baby and she's playing with the bulbs. And then I showed a couple of people a beautiful picture. The, the greatest gift of all was Jesus. If I could give you a gift today, it would be Jesus. I told Hadley, I said, Hadley, when she got a little older and I had my big beard on, I said, Hadley, now I'm Santa, I'm Santa Claus's brother. And if you're not good, I'm going to get on the phone. And I'm going to call Santa Claus, and I'm going to tell him that you're not behaving yourself. So a couple days later, I heard that she went to her other grandma and said, Grandma, you're not going to believe this. Papa, Santa Claus's brother. Now, you can't tell nobody because he told me not to tell anybody. <laughs> Can you believe that? I think she still believes it. She's upset when I cut my beard off. Because I tell them, I tease them, I said, one of these days I'm going to let my beard get so long you're all going to be able to braid beads in it. Red and yellow and green. Wouldn't that look cool? I think it would. Just for a while. Kim saying, don't you even think about it. <laughs> you know, the love of God is unsurpassable understanding. You, you, we can't wrap our mind around how much God loves us. You pick the greatest person that you love the most, that loves you the most, and God, there's no comparison to the love God has for us. He sent his son into the world to die for us. Me and a guy were talking the other day, and he looked at me straight in the eyes, and he said, Doug, I'll just tell you right now, I could never send one of my kids to die for this world. I could have never done that. And I'll be honest with you too, I probably couldn't have done it either. But you see, God loved us so much, that's what he did. He loves us. And the hour is coming and now is here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For such people the Father seeks to be his worshipers. To worship in spirit and truth. You know when you come into the house of the Lord. Do you truly come in to worship in spirit and truth when you're praising him? Or are you letting it all go? You know I can't help but think about that commercial. that. And I seen it last night again about the insurance, and they got a kickback from the year. And that girl's like, let it all go. Let it all go. woohoo!" You know, sometimes we need to let it all go. We need to let God have it. And we need to, to reach out and say, God, I'm yours. You need to take care of this mess I'm in. You need to take care of the problem I'm struggling with. And if you take care of it, it'll be taken care of. But you got to believe it. Sometimes you got to put feet on it. You can't just pray for something and sit back and say, well, I don't know why God's not blessing me. God will bless you. But there's also things that we're held accountable for. Things we're supposed to do. I love serving God. I love the relationship that I've I've built with my Lord and Savior. I love the time just I have with God. I go out in the woods and I'm hunting by myself. And it's just me and God. And I'm talking to God, and God's talking to me. I'm reading scripture from my phone. It's those times that God begins to speak to you. How long has it been since God spoke to you? I couldn't imagine 400 years God had been quiet. But we had the Holy Spirit, you see, and God speaks to us through the Holy Spirit. And so I, I thank God all the time as I was studying for my sermon and everything, and I was in my devotions, I seen this thing about holiness and love in God. Are you holy? What? Say it again. One more time. Yeah! We walk on holy ground. We are holy. Believe it or not, you're holy. Now, I've always been under the impression, and I forgive me, Lord, but I always thought that Holy was people that were way out there. You know, you couldn't touch them. They were just such godly people that they were the holies of holies of holies. And as I studied, I realized that, that that's not the case at all. Holiness or holy, this love that God has. What do we think when we say holy or holiness? Holiness. We think many times that it is something that an average or normal person cannot achieve, and being set apart misses the point. Did ever people push you away because they think that you're somebody that you're not? That they put you on a cloud up there that you're not on? I'm holy, and I'm holy because of Jesus Christ. I'm not perfect. I didn't say perfect. I said holy. And when I'm holy, I also walk in this thing called love. And this is when you can really figure out who's holy and who's not by the love that they show. Many people think of holiness as a group of people that are high and set apart from everyone else. No one really wants to go near them because they think that they will be judged. You ever notice that? People don't want you to come to their house because might, you might judge them. See, I've been a preacher for 26 years. It's hard to come by friends. You hear what I'm saying? I'm telling you, I'm just going to tell you the way it is. People, people think that we're judgmental all the time, right, John? Preacher's wives, my wife, man, I'm telling you what, when I, I got to call into ministry and I ran for two years and my wife said, I don't care where you got called, I'm not going. You ask her, she'll tell you. She said, I know how they treat preacher's wives and I refuse to be one. You know what I told her? Pray about it, honey. She hates that when I tell her to pray about it. After a while, she said, okay, I guess I'm ready. I'm not liking this, but I'm ready. I'm going to tell you what. When you truly walk in the holiness of God, you are different. You hear what I'm saying? You are different. You're different in the way you walk because you love God and because you love people. It's not because God took a a, a wand and said, boom, you're holy. It's not because of some priest that come over you with some water or something. But it's because of you accepting Jesus Christ in your life and promising that from this day forward, I'm going to walk into holiness. Amen. I'm going to try my best every day to do a little better. I'm not perfect. I'll never be perfect in this lifetime. But I'm going to try my best. You see, that's what holiness is. And so many people will separate themselves from churches or from church people because, oh, they think they're so good. You know, they think, and some of them act that way, and God forbid. Some churches act that way. Some people, some Christians act that way. Some Christians won't give you the time of day if you're not dressed in the nines and wearing a suit and tie and, and driving a fancy car, and that's a shame. But you know, this holiness is serious stuff. What if holiness was something we wanted everyone to seek after and catch? You think about that. What if holiness was being set apart in your service to God? What if holiness is a kind of greatness that inspires greatness, but not only inspires it, but also empowers greatness? Woo! Somebody's ought to say amen. Do you know the greatness that you can walk in? Do you know the power that we can walk in in the name of Jesus Christ? You see, when we're holy, things begin to happen. Miracles, signs, and wonders, the Bible said, follow my people. You hear what I'm saying? And if we're not seeing miracles, signs, wonders, healings, things like that, then we're not in line with God. And I'm going to tell you something, church. There's a lot of churches that are not in line with God, Amen. I thank God that I'm going to follow my Lord and Savior. I don't care what anybody else does or how anybody else tries to drag me this way or that way. I'm going to follow the Lord. As I tell the story about Jesus coming into the world, man, I can't help but celebrate that he loved us so much that he came into the world for us. The ultimate sacrifice. What if holiness means the blind eyes open, deaf ears hearing? Lame people leaping, mute tongues singing. What if, what if holiness means water springing up in a desert? Pools of refreshment in our lives. People today need to be refreshed. Amen. In 2022, have you thought about that yet? Are you going to walk in an anointing and the power and the greatness and the holiness of God? Are you going to be refreshed or are you going to drag that mess from 21 with you? Huh? You better not drag it with you. I'm telling you, it'll get you down. It's already going to be a dark winter. If y'all didn't see that on the news, I feel sorry. People trying to threaten us with a dark winter. I'll tell you what, I'm in the brightest winter I've ever been in. You hear what I'm saying? The light that shines through me shines from God, and I'm in a bright winter, amen. And the government can't lie to me and tell me different because I am in line with God. I have a relationship with God, and I'm not worried about anything. And if God decides to take me right now, so be it. I'm going to miss you, baby. But I'm ready. You know, I thank God for this holiness. This means that holiness is love. And if holiness is love, it brings us to the word that describes God. If I could give you one word to describe the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, it would be love. And that God loves us, every single one of us. You all out there in space land, he loves all of us. And he never stopped loving us. He'll never stop loving us. No matter how far you get out into sin, no matter how bad you think you are, you'll never can be bad enough that God will not forgive you. And that's a great thing, church, as we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, as we celebrate this quiet invasion of God. See, people didn't even know it. Here Jesus was in a feed trough, And probably a nasty barn that smelled like you've been in barns, amen? There ain't no incense. Well, there was some incense in that barn after a while, wasn't there? But I thank God for this ultimate example. It says, the way of holiness looks like a movement of concentrated love. Thank you, God, that your holiness is filled with love and your love is filled with holiness. Holiness and love are God's common union for God's people. Amen. I thank God for that holiness. It said, and the holiness that our Lord demands of you is to be achieved by carrying out with love of carrying out with love of God your work, your daily duties, and these will almost always consist of small realities. Saint Josemaria. You see, holiness and love, it doesn't put us on a pedestal. It doesn't, we're not somebody we're not supposed to be. We're just, we're just us. We're just us. It's common reality. It's the way we love people. The way we work every day. The way we serve. It's, that's, that's who we are when we walk in this holiness. I'm not walking on the clouds. I'm walking with the people. I'm eating with people. I'm talking to people about Jesus. I'm loving people that have never felt the love of Jesus. You see, some people need a hug. i seen a lady at the, at the store, Tractor Supply, that I'd known for a long time in ministry. And she come up and she had a mask on. She said, can I give you a hug? And I said, oh, I'm a hugger. Some people need hugs, church. Especially during the time that we're in. See, it's, it's all about the way we live our lives. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Because it is written, be holy for I am holy. Woo! Who wrote that? Jesus. And if Jesus said for me to be holy, I'm holy. You hear what I'm saying? I'm claiming it every day. I'm trying my best to conduct myself holy, Because I know God's got great plans for His church. 2022 is going to be rocking. I'm going to tell you, God's going to do great things in 22. See, the devil hates that. The devil hates you. But I got news for the devil. I'll put one of these on his nose. He ain't got no power over me. And the people that we allow... The people that allow the devil to manipulate them, I feel sorry for them. And sometimes if you're a Christian and you're being manipulated by the devil, i got to ask you, are you really saved? Have you really accepted Jesus Christ? Because the Bible says when you accept Jesus Christ, he puts a helmet of salvation on your head. This protects your mind. Now, church, the biggest battle you'll ever face in your life is your mind. I don't care what you say, the longest journey you'll ever make is from your heart to your mind or from your mind to your heart when you accept Jesus Christ into your life. Make the right choice. God's quiet invasion. Oh, I thank God every single day for what he does. This clicker just drives me crazy. said the moment Adam and Eve rebelled against God... The moment Adam and Eve rebelled, God had a plan. Today salvation has come, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save those that are lost. Amen. Let's just put it out there short. He came to seek and to save. That's our job. That's our goal when we walk into holiness, to, to be able to do that. And he says, Behold! And a lot of people just read that, Behold. But it don't mean that in, 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 the, in the Greek. It means behold, pay attention, something's happening here. That's what it means. I do. I can remember that Greek, I do, because it's I-D-O-U. I do. That's the way I pronounce it anyway. Behold, it's, it's a surprise, a waking up. Man, something's happening. Behold, it says, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated, God is with us. Woo, somebody I say amen. As we get ready to close this service today, is God with you? I don't know about you, but I'm telling you, God's always with the little children, amen. And when I was standing behind those girls and they were singing, Man, I could feel the Holy Spirit, amen. God within them, and they were singing their little hearts out. The power that God gives us, the greatness that God wants you to be. Don't let people beat you down. Don't let people tell you that you're a low life or that you'll never amount to anything or any of that mess. You claim the glory. You claim the greatness. You claim the power because that's what God's promises are. If you really want to get into it, you get into the Word of God. You begin to read it and you begin to claim the promises. And I promise you, you'll have a blessed life. Even if you're going through a valley. Kim will tell you In our 40 years, we went through some major valleys. We've had Satan attack us. We've had a parsonage burn. We've had Satan attack our children. We've had people from church attack us. You never know about that, would you, John? I'm telling you, Satan's real. And if you give him the opportunity, he will mess your head up. But I refuse because, you know what, he got no power here. He got no power with you if you claim it, you name it, and you walk in it. He has no power. God's quiet invasion sent Jesus into the world. And Jesus would be holy and would set the example of the greatest love of all. Amen. So as we get ready to cl- close, Messiah, Emmanuel, God with us. Aren't you glad God's with us today? I love to tell the story. I'm going to leave you with this last scripture. Did it? How did I do that? Maybe I'm not. Do I have it? Huh? Oh, it went back around. Right there. This is the scripture I'm going to leave you with. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the work of the devil. Amen. I'm going to tell you something church. If you're in a battle with the devil true greatness comes from the Lord. If you're not claiming your holiness that God promises us, start claiming it. You know I like to call you almighty warriors right? Now when you get up in the morning look in that mirror and say whoo you so good looking. I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm a mighty warrior and I walk in God's holiness. I dare you to get up in the morning and look in the mirror and say that. I dare you to do that because your day is going to go, buddy. You're going to have the best day you can imagine. This is a free gift that God wants to give you. Doesn't cost you a penny. As we get ready to go, please, if you don't do nothing else, let your light shine. In this time that we're living in, and the devil's trying to tighten down on us, let your light shine in those dark places. Don't be intimidated. Don't be intimidated by people who think they're somebody. Amen? When you come against somebody that thinks that they're somebody, and they don't know the God that we know, put them in their place. And say, you don't know me, but I'm holy. And I walk in holiness, and I walk in greatness, and I walk in God's power. You better back up. When we begin to walk like that, when we begin to love people unconditionally like that, people are going to get saved. Things are going to happen. So I challenge you, if you don't know Jesus Christ, today is the the greatest day of all to receive the gift of Christ. All you got to do is ask. That's all you got to do. Go ahead, John. quiet invasion lord that's what you're doing in our hearts too dear god lord i just pray you touch each and every heart that's here today and those hearts that are out in in the space land out there lord all the all the different programs that are watching lord i pray for somebody that's accepted jesus christ into their life that they let us know that they tell us and lord if there's someone in here just let them know that you love them so much dear god and and that your desire is to continue to love them until you're accepted. But Lord, we thank you today. Just continue to walk through us during this Christmas celebration and help us to let our light shine so brightly that people might ask us what's different about us. Well, we want to walk in that holiness, but we want to do it as just regular men and women and children, dear God. Forgive us where we fall short. Walk with us, strengthen us. And Lord, we're going to give you the praise and the glory for all the reports that come back in Jesus name Amen God bless you all Yeah, don't take your stockings, yeah. Christy, Christy and I are, are going on vacation uh, Sunday. So we've made your gift for that goes in your stocking. They're out by the welcome table. They'll, they'll be crusty by the time Sunday comes around. So make sure that you get it, and Merry Christmas to you all. We love you all so much.
2: Day, their own familiar care was played, and wild and sweet the words repeat of peace on earth, good and to men. And thought. So... And in despair, I bound my head, there is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth.